0: Hello, everybody. It's Marcy from WavesOfCommunication.com. This year, the theme on our platform is positive action. The information I provide is designed to equip and empower parents and caregivers to take at least one conscious, focused, positive action today toward helping your child shift from nonverbal communication into unprompted spoken language. There's no time like now to make the necessary changes you need to see the success that you want for the late talker in your life. So let's get started. Today I am focusing on a segment I am calling
1: Mindset Matters because This platform is designed to equip and empower all of the parents out there, caregivers, moms, dads, grandmas, everybody out there to um, do what is necessary to help the late talkers in your life understand about language learning and how they can learn language from you. And I expect the parents who are um, undertaking language facilitation to take on the responsibility to teach your kiddos exactly what you want them to say, teach them the words they need to share their ideas with the world. Now, it doesn't happen with families without a mindset shift the families, all of the families who work with me in this program have made big changes in their lives. There's no doubt about it. They don't all get this deep, but this one is going to, because the reality is this situation you're finding yourself, if you are feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling worried about your child's future, if you're feeling like you can't keep up with one or more of the responsibilities that you have in your life, keeping your house clean, getting your laundry done, getting your work done, you know, that you that you're getting paid to do um, parenting, uh, you know, raising kids, educating them, keeping them healthy and well, you may find yourself feeling like you're failing in one of these areas of responsibility. And whenever that feeling of success starts to slip away in one or more areas of your life then what happens is it starts to implode you start to cave and it this feeling of overwhelm comes upon you this guilt of not getting things done that you promised somebody that you were going to get done and we're going to talk about some strategies and tips so all of these mindset matters videos that i'm doing you're going to be able to use now and in the future if you find yourself feeling stuck or overwhelmed. You can come back to these same strategies or any of the other mindset videos that I have. I'm going to put them all together in a playlist too so that you can come and binge watch them all because when you get in a mindset, a negative mindset, it is completely debilitating to your forward movement in your process. And you'll find that if one area of your life is failing, soon another area will fail, and then another area will fail, and then another area will fail. And these failures can be triggered by one big thing that happened like coronavirus, okay? So we're all finding ourselves being triggered by big things in the world. And then it also can be triggered by repeated little things, Um, family issues, um, moving work issues, um, you know, issues with this illness that your child has that might have caused their late talking or your situation around it, struggles with their educational program, any of those things that take a lot of attention away. And it happens all the time, every day. These little things come in your life because life with as a busy parent, especially if you're working in addition to caring for a child or if someone in your household is working in addition to caring for your child, you're supporting that person to work to do their job as well. So it's a it's a big deal to feel overwhelmed and find that all these things are getting away from you. And what I aim to do with this video and all the videos that I do like this, are to equip and empower you. And so I do have some strategies here. I know I waffled on a little bit, but um, it's important to understand the importance of mindset. Mindset really matters. And so let's get into these tips so that I can get you started on helping yourself get out of this feeling either now or even in the future. So you can bookmark this one as a good one to come back to. All right. Number one, this is a biggie. Every time you go here, remember, like I said before, it is important for you to understand that you're responsible for your feelings and remembering things like you are enough and also not alone in your parenting process. You may feel like you are the only one who is responsible for the vast majority of the things and you know the uh, jobs, the outcomes, right? You want a clean house, you want clean kids, you want fed kids, all these things, right? But remember, nobody cares for your child more than you do and you can't expect them to. You can't expect someone else to care for your child in exactly the same way, to live to your same expectations that you want for your kiddo. So you just have to get over the idea that you can rely on anybody else to do it as well as you can, okay? No one can do, get your outcomes in your life as well as you can. So you can't expect them to do it, which means that you need to find the equipment and empowerment for yourself. Now, you also have to remember that 20% of families all over the world have late talking kids, whether they want to admit it or not, whether they're taking their kids to therapy or not, whether they're, you know, understanding and even it, uh, knowing that it is late talking. There are parents that have kids in isolation, you know, they're keeping them home and homeschooling them and they're three or four years old and still not talking very well, but they have very successful lives at home. Remember, 20% of families globally have late-talking kids. And if they have late-talking kids, those kids are not using spoken language. They're using behavior to communicate. And 20% of families in the world are dealing with this. So you are not alone. That's the whole reason I have this channel, is because 20% of the families in the world have this. Now, there are things that you can do to make life easier when you feel a little better. But you have to feel a little better before you do it. And how are you gonna get to feel better? You have to find resources to help yourself feel better. No one is going to make you feel better you have to feel better and then you can do things okay because you can't expect other people to do things for you obviously that's not working if you're relying on other people they're not doing it as well as or as much as you can and 20% of the families have late talking kids so families are out there struggling looking for things to do and there are things you can do and help is available in the resources in this video and on my WOC, my W-OC stands for waves of communication because by the way my my name is Marcy Melzer from wavesofcommunication.com. And that's what I'm doing here today is equipping and empowering you about this. So you can watch this video to learn what to do in the next four strategies. You're going to learn more strategies that'll piggyback off of there. But the big key here, the big key, the number one thing you've got to do first is feel a little better. You got to feel a little bit better so that you can have the energy to try something. Because when you're in the bottom of the pit, and you see nothing but walls going up. You can't feel like you can do anything. So you have to take care of yourself and feel better first, which is why we're gonna move into number two. And you may or may not agree with this, but this strategy works because when you do this, you're gonna move forward. So it might be controversial, but wait till you see what it is. Here it is. Number two, do something selfish, literally selfish. And, and make it a habit. Don't do it one time and sneak and hide and do it. Establish yourself as needing something selfish on a regular basis. Treat yourself something the kids can't have coffee, your whatever, your alcohol glass of wine, your whatever, okay? And you don't share with anybody and you tell everybody in your world, this is mine, it is my coffee, it is my thing. And it's not that that, that it's bad for them or that it's wrong for them or any of that. It's not theirs, it's yours. It's selfish, okay? It's just yours. You help your children empower your children to be selfish. You empower other people to be selfish all the time. And you think it's not selfish. I'm doing it for them because I love them. Okay. It's your turn. Enjoy your turn to have enjoyment without any expectation of exchange. It's mine. I don't have to share it. It is all 100% mine. And if your kids don't like it, then they learn lessons and how it's, (laughs) how it feels. For you to be, you know, when they don't want to share their whatever, you're not going to take it away from them. You have things, something selfish, not like a regular thing, but you need to do this and you need to repeat this process at least once a week, okay? So selfish is important and I'm not talking about a regular habit that you're doing all day, every day. I'm talking about one thing that you have that's yours and everybody in your environment knows. It's mine, it's my time, it's my, you know, 20 minutes when I'm in the bathroom, like I don't allow anybody in the bathroom with me. That could be your rule, that's selfish, right? Your kiddos with you 24/7. whatever. Now, if you can't leave your child alone and you're alone with them in the house and that's why you have them in the bathroom, that might be why it started. But here is one thing that you definitely can do for yourself to help yourself feel better right? Is to not, you know, just be a little, 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 little bit selfish, right? So what I want you to do, if you're watching this video live or on the replay, is put in the comments section, what are you doing? What did you choose to do to be selfish? And you tell your husband and you tell your kids, this is mine. You can't have it. It's only mine. And if they're upset, then you say, I'm sorry that you're upset. But you know, you have things that are yours, My partner has things that are theirs. Grandma, dad, everybody has things that are theirs, you know? And there are real rules about things. Like you can't take things from the store. It's theirs, right? Unless you buy it. This isn't something for sale. This isn't something for sharing. This is your thing, your thing. And when you realize what it feels like, to be selfish a little bit and be okay. I'm telling you right now, it is okay. I'm giving you permission to be a little selfish. And the thing is, you don't need my permission. You have to give yourself permission because your kiddos give themselves permission to be selfish all the time. Your partner does it, your boss does it, right? The boss says, I pay you, I expect you to do things, right? This isn't any expectation, no expectation of change. This is something you do for you because you want to. And that's it. So that's number two. And when you do this, you have your little thing that you feel a little bit better with, right? Because you've been a little tiny bit selfish. Because I promise you, the moms that are out there, the dads that are out there who are watching this video because you're feeling overwhelmed You're never being selfish. You don't have any room for selfish in your life because you're too busy putting out fires. We're going to use that analogy as we move forward about being a firefighter, okay? Firefighters have lots of training and massive mindset about it, right? They choose to go into fires because they are equipped and they are empowered. I'm a firefighter. They own that responsibility to be the one to be in control of crazy, toxic, dangerous situations. And guess what? When you signed on to be a parent, you signed on for the same job you did. And when your child decided that they were going to be late talking and start to use nonverbal communication instead of their spoken language to communicate their wants, their needs, their feelings, their everything with you, you decided to be a firefighter, okay? And put out these fires, except for you didn't get any training. And that's why you watching this video to get some tips to help you get some training. Let's move into tip number three that helps you really move forward, okay? And so this is a biggie, right? You need to understand what you've been doing. If it hasn't been getting you anywhere good, then you have to find out what needs to go? What can you change? Remember, I said at the beginning of this video, it was all about change. So number three is to self-check the expectations you feel you are failing to meet. Are not actually someone else's expectations on you? Did you choose? You ask yourself these questions. Did you choose the strategies or the job that you have been assigned? Now, if you are talking about you're helping your child who's late talking. Did you pick what to do? Did you decide, I want to sit with my kid for 20 minutes and read, or I want to use these flashcards, or I want to whatever? Or was that assigned to you by someone else? And then the outcome from that, do you expect? Your kid out to produce and you know, do you expect it to be like it was when you observed the therapist? Do you expect right all those expectations? Are they coming from you and are they realistic even? Do you think that what you are doing now, do you know in your head, if I keep doing this thing that I'm doing, is it gonna get me somewhere? And that's why we have to look. We have to really, really look and ask these questions. Do you enjoy this work with your child? Have you seen a change in yourself or your child caveat here that you like, because if you've seen a change in yourself or your child that you don't like, then it's time to stop it, right? If the answers to these questions are no, then it's time to stop that. And you need to think about each individual strategy you are using to try to solve these outcomes that you're failing to meet. You're trying to get there somehow, right? And if you've seen a change in yourself when you started those strategies that is you're feeling empowered, then that's what you continue. But if you see a change in yourself that is fe- making you feel like this isn't getting me anywhere, I'm just running into the wall, right? Then it's time to think of making a change. And here's the other thing. Have you already been looking for alternatives? Here you are watching this video. Have you been Googling? Have you been looking for, is it really late talking? What can I do about it? How do I find a professional to help me? Have you been looking for something different to do than what you're doing now? There's your answer. Your subconscious says, this isn't enough. It's not working for me. I'm not seeing the outcomes I want. So now it's time to really move forward when you understand what you've been doing and what works and what doesn't. Then you can make a plan and move forward with strategies that will help you do this, okay? So let's move into the next thing that you can do is that you learn from these experiences because that's what a firefighter does. They send them in to put out a lot of fire so they learn what it's like they learn what it is and they pay attention. So you learn from your experiences. And then you can prepare yourself for the next time that you feel struggles, right? Because if somebody else has got expectations on you and somebody else is putting ideas on you or, or you don't know what to do, right? Then you have to pay attention to what you have been doing and learn what works. And then you implement proven strategies with consistency because you have to teach your child the rules. Firefighters help their families, the the people around them, be successful with fire prevention training, right? They teach their kids, we don't play with matches. We play with toys. We use things that are safe. So that we don't have fires. And when you implement the strategies that work, you can teach the rules that get you where you're going. And you also really, this is a biggie right here, this next one, identify the triggers that activate unproductive mindsets in your home to prepare your defenses, okay? Because when you feel overstruggled, I mean, that's the other thing about firefighters, right? Is they have equipment. They have equipment. The reason they can feel confident running into a burning building is because they've got armor, literal armor, helmets and hoses with water scooting them out. You know, that's going to be a barrier between them. They've got something to put between them and the flames, a fire extinguisher of some kind, right? You also have to find your fire extinguisher. You have to find it. You have to find where the fires are and you have to find out what works to put it out. Because as soon as you put out the fire, same thing that you're feeling right now in your own self, If you're feeling overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. I don't know what strategies. I can't even watch a video. Overwhelm, overwhelm. It paralyzes you. It paralyzes you. That's what the person does in the flames who doesn't have the equipment. There's nothing. There's no barrier between them and the flames. They want to run away, right, or hide, or hide. But the firefighter, they comes in and they look at the flames and they say, okay, this is the kind of flame this is. I'm equipped in how to put out this flame. But first, before they can fight the fire, they got to rescue. They got to rescue that person who doesn't have the equipment. They don't have the empowerment that the firefighter has. Their first job is to rescue the person who's burning up, right? And of course, as a parent, you're rescuing everybody. You're rescuing your kids, you're rescuing your partner. You're supporting all of that that's going on. Who is rescuing you, right? That's why you gotta go back and do a little selfish stuff. And you gotta really learn and equip and empower yourself to be the firefighter. Because if you don't have anybody in your life to rescue you, then you have to equip and empower yourself. You have to, because nobody's going to do the laundry for you or whatever, unless you make that happen. There is no magic laundry fairy, (laughs) you know, there isn't. And you could have a late talking child in a full-time job and five loads of laundry piled up in your laundry room. And Zero time dedicated in your life to do it. and that's why we're gonna move into the next thing. And that's when you need to look at your resources, right? So you look at the things that you know and then you look at the things that you have available to you, right? Most people focus on the things that they don't have. I don't have help. I don't have money, I don't have time, I don't have energy, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have, right? but you you do have some resources, right? You have enough that you know how to make yourself feel better. And you use, if you're a worker, if you have employable skills, then you use those employable skills to barter household help or pay for household help or whatever. You know, you use employable skills to get a job, to pay money, to get, pay for household help. I mean, it seems weird that way. It all depends on your own balance sheet, right? But if you have employable skills, then but you're not good at other things right you have to shift your resources if you have one thing and not the other you can exchange household responsibilities for extra time with your child or a break from your child right barter babysitting i was a single parent with two kids and worked more than one job to support them as a single parent and i barter babysitters so that i could have a date once in a while, right? I would literally have other kids at my house so that i could send my kids to somebody else's house for a little while. And i would be the, you know, babysitter for multiple families if it took that kind of situation so that i could offer that. And we had those kinds of exchanges and barters because i didn't have a partner, or family or whatever and i wanted to go out. I was a single person with little kids, right? And And this is what you have to do. You have to look at what you have and then use it, right? So you have to ask. You have to ask family, neighbors, friends to help you with jobs that you don't like. So ask them to do something they're good at that you're not good at. If your mom could come do a few loads of laundry or help you clean something up, you know what I mean? Humble yourself to ask for that sort of help In exchange for your time that you can spend with your child doing language facilitation, you know, because nobody's going to do that job better than you. These outcomes that you feel like you're failing in, these are the things that you took on, that you want to get a better outcome in those things. So you need to have other people. You need to have other people around you, right? So um, Shawanda says, I wish I was tough enough to actually leave my kids somewhere that would change the game for me right? So it could change your game. So the thing that you need, this is a great example, Shawanda, who talks about, man, if I could just leave my kiddo, I could learn resources to change my life to make things better, right? But you don't feel like you can find someone to do that. However, however, that could be the thing that you look for, You look for a resource of somebody you can trust and maybe it's somebody you hire and you train over time to be in the house with you until you get to the point where you trust them. You find them on care.com or you use a cousin or use a cousin's cousin, right? Or a family friend or somebody like that. The kids, I'm telling you what, you guys, the kids who are in high school, girls and boys it all depends on their interest in being around other kids these kids if it's a responsible kid right who is in your family and loves this lay talker in your life that can be your resource it's really easy to find kids who as long as your expectations are Limited, and you equip and empower those kids to do well with your child. If you feel like your child is challenging because they're not nonverbal and you can't trust them with someone, then you need to find someone you can trust. And if you can't trust that person, then why? Why is your child limited, so limited in their ability to interact with others that you're stuck in this overwhelmed situation? Then you have no choice but to take on the responsibility to find someone and equip your child to be able to communicate with that person in a sort of triad, right? You know that person, you know that person knows your child. You know, you've seen that person interact with your child with you there. You trust that they're gonna do it the right way that you believe, and then you let them know, you hand them the responsibility And trust yourself that you made the right decision to choose that person. Because all of this trust and lack thereof it is a mindset issue. It's a mindset issue. Fear of what could happen is stopping you from doing things that you want to do, right? That you think you could do that would really change your life. Because you're afraid of something. How you overcome fear. How do firefighters overcome fear? They equip themselves. They armor themselves. They check their mindset. And remember, hey, I'm equipped and empowered. I found the right person. I made my effort instead of wasting time doing things that aren't working for me. I realized wasn't working for me. And I allocated my time to learn how to do it. Right. That's the other thing here. You have to use any extra finances or resources or whatever to pay for training yourself to better your own skills. Better your own. Better yourself. Be selfish. Equip and empower yourself. Because just like they say, just like they say on the airplane, right? the oxygen masks fall, you take care of your child before you take care of you. Why? Because if you're passed out, you can't help your kid at all, right? And this is it. If you're overwhelmed and you're stuck, you can't help yourself at all. Hey, Albatross, thank you. Hi from Sweden. Thank you for joining me, everybody. Look, let's go over these five tips again that are going to help you see a shift in your mindset. This isn't gonna be the end. This is gonna get you out of the hole, right? This five step plan or these five tips, any one of them is gonna get you towards the top, okay? And I know you parents are out there clawing your way out of these holes. You really wanna do this. Hey, Eddie's mom's here again. Thanks so much for joining me. Let's look at these five tips one more time, everybody. Okay, these are the five tips for when you feel overwhelmed by your child's late talking, okay? Mindset matters, everybody. It's not just about the strategies. The strategies are easy. The change is what's hard. And when you're stuck in the feeling like you're in the bottom of a hole or in a fire without a firefighter to help you, right, it's a time to get your own firefighter training. So number one, remember you are enough and also not alone. You can join me every single week right here. On YouTube every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern time, you can join me just like these moms are doing and talk through your process because I'm going to do videos every week, right? And I'm the next one. Do something selfish and make it a habit, right? Make it a habit to take care of yourself. Selfish, mine, mine. It's my coffee. It's my time. It's my glass of wine. It's my chocolate cake. It's my whatever. Okay. And it's just whatever you love. It has to be something you love, not what somebody else gives you. You pick it and you keep it because it's yours. Right. (laughs) Number three, self check the expectations you are failing. Are they yours? Are they realistic? Are they even something that you can do? Right. Whatever. Check it. Check those expectations. Okay. Because if you want to get somewhere, you got to figure out what you got to get rid of and what you got to change because something has to change because if you keep doing what you're doing now, you're going to keep getting what you got, okay? Number four, use the lessons learned to prepare for the next storm or the next fire or the next whatever. Make yourself into a firefighter. Equip yourself. Empower yourself. Nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody. Just like Albatross says, I have learned one thing in this world, and it's a huge responsibility to be a parent. It absolutely is. You all signed up for it. Whether you wanted to or not, here you are as parents. Shift your resources, number five, and ask for help. Ask for help because there is help around you. You're here now. Even just support for the fact that you're struggling could be the only help you need. Like I said, my job is to equip and empower you. I want to give you what you need to help you get through this. And what happens is in my lifetime program, the parents get their kids talking. That's not nearly the biggest issues that they come up with. It's the ups and downs of the process. That's why parents love my lifetime program, because they get their kids talking, they get to the next comfort zone and then guess what? Something else happens to trigger their life. They they get judged or, or who knows? Coronavirus hits and they have to start homeschooling and then suddenly what you were doing isn't working anymore, right? And it might not be sudden, like I said at the beginning, it could be sudden or it could be little things here ticking away over and over and over. That's like another shovel that you just keep digging the hole and you keep digging the hole and you keep digging the hole instead of building the ladder to get yourself out, 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 out. Right. Where are you? How are you feeling right now? Are you digging the hole, you know, or are you building the ladder? Are you the one in the fire? Who's like trying to hide in the closet and wait for some firefighter to come rescue you, or are you learning to become the firefighter? Because the fires aren't gonna stop, especially if you've got a late talker. Not until you equip and empower your late talker to learn how to use the spoken language they need, because until they do, they are the one hiding from talking. They're hiding from speech, like it is a fire. They're putting distance between themselves and the speech right so it's really important fba that ADA says bad care providers make the process harder and i unleashed on the slp at my son's iep yesterday Whew. so you know the thing is with bad care providers the best thing you can do for yourself is spot them okay spot them just like you do yourself the most important thing about this process is awareness and mindset is about awareness What is going on here? What's going on? And IEP meetings are a great realization, especially after you start to really dig into the whys of this papers. Why do we have this goal? What is the outcome that this goal is gonna get? Or are we just ticking numbers 50% to 80%, to 20% to 6% or this percent of this and that percent of that, because it has to be measurable on an IEP and whatever. But remember, just like I said in the first slide here, no caregiver the best therapist in the world even if you hired me because i don't even do therapy anymore when people did hire me i considered myself creme de la creme you know 30 years experience as a speech therapist and i can't get kids to talk faster than their moms and dads and grandmas and caregivers i can't because you know these kids better than anyone and you cannot rely on anybody else you're wasting your time if you do you're wasting your mindset if you do, because I promise you, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be disappointed. You cannot rely on therapists to teach your child the spoken language you are looking for. You cannot. The only way they're going to learn it is at home with you by practicing it and nurturing it and working with their struggles as they, you know, literally go from. You know, we think, I you think about all these analogies, you know, all these different things that you evolve. Walking is a good example, right? How did your kiddo learn to walk? It didn't happen overnight where you stood them up and said, go, and they started walking. It was a process and walking is a simple process. Spoken language is a complex process. One of the most complex processes your child will ever learn and they'll never stop learning. In fact, you are still learning spoken language. You can learn multiple spoken languages over and over again, right? You never stop learning spoken language. You're always catching on new phrases that you heard. That's how even language evolves itself over time. So Shawanda says, my baby's 26 months and not talking and they suspect autism, any advice? Yes, tons of advice. Look on my program, um, look at my website. Let me show you, go right here to wavesofcommunication.com and watch the free 90 minute class over there. You can look on YouTube there are almost 400 videos here. There's some about specifically about early autism diagnosis and why it's not a good idea and what to do instead. I'm on Facebook. I'm on MeWe. I have a podcast called Language Facilitation Helpline. I wrote a book. It's available in paperback, audiobook, and on Audible in Amazon. So yes, I have tons, tons and tons and tons of advice and resources for you if you have a two-year-old or a 20-year-old who is not using spoken language. But the most important advice, the number one advice, is to take on the responsibility to teach them yourself. Say, okay, I've got a child, no matter how old they are, and they're not using spoken language. I'm in the bottom of a hole. I don't know how to get there. I need to get myself out. What do I need? This is what you need to think for yourself because everybody's different. If you've got a two year old or you've got a twenty year old or you've got an eight year old or you've got a six year old, if your child's in school, if your child's not in school, if your child if you have more than one child or not, if you have if you speak more than one language in your home, If your child had ear infections, if you all of those things affect your individual family and they affect why you're feeling like you're feeling right now at the bottom of a hole, they all of those things, physical things, environmental things and emotional things. These mindset matters. So you are going to hear me talk about physical things. You can look at ear infections. You can look at apraxia diagnosis. Look on my channel. Just Google the, the search terms, more than 380 videos, right? Right here for you to check out what you can do. And if you're really stuck, you're really stuck. There are parents who get to the point where, look, if you've got financial resources and you want somebody to hold your hand through the entire process, that's why people sign on to work with me, because that's what I do. They meet with me every week. We get on a meeting. They talk about their problems. I've helped them fix their problems. They move on. And then they come back the next week and say, guess what? My problem's done. I want to learn more. And then they come back. (laughs) So that's how we go. That's how we work this out. You have to learn. How to do this if you want to do what hundreds and thousands now parents all over the world have done by watching these youtube videos they have taught their kids to talk they have seen changes themselves i know because they send me testimonials all the time all the time i just had a mom in my program who signed on to work with me she waited six months viveka she worked she waited six months She watched YouTube videos and watched, you know, tried strategies here and there and whatever, but she was at the bottom of the hole. And then finally, she invested in working with me. And two months, in two months, her five-year-old not only started interacting with her, talking with her, but got rid of bottles and diapers at night and is eating by himself. He didn't do any of these things before. They were stuck in he wouldn't eat, he wouldn't sleep, he wouldn't talk, he wouldn't interact, he wouldn't do anything. And in two months, he's doing everything because his mom equipped herself in how to equip her child to use what he needs, right? So Shawanda says that she's definitely going to check it out excellent i'm so glad to do that because i'm telling you that life that 90 minute class is life changing it tells you exactly what you need to do it tells you exactly what you need to do whether you work with me or not it tells you so she's been in early childhood for four months and no progress and time is ticking. That's absolutely true. As a massage therapist and energy light worker, it's crucial that I use the respite care to get time alone to recharge with long walks and meditation near the water. It's important. You're right. That is your thing. That's your thing to do because then you are equipped with your energy and you know we didn't even talk about energy in this video but i'm so glad you mentioned that because massage therapists and light workers those of you who are sensitive those of you who follow astrology those of you who um are you know sensitive to the seasonal changes right that you you're when the full moon happens right you're sensitive most late talkers i want to say pretty much everyone i've encountered is sensitive all kids are hypersensitive but late talkers in themselves are extra hypersensitive because they don't have spoken language it's like kids who are deaf they use their eyes a lot better like their vision is very keen and they don't miss they catch details because they're used to using i've got to catch more details because i'm missing information from my hearing Those kids that aren't speaking are also poor listeners. They might be able to hear or not, but they're all poor listeners because they are using their vision and they're also using their little if-then algorithms. They're using their memories of experiences. That's kind of how energetic learning works. I want to experience this feeling again. So I'm going to do these behaviors to experience this feeling. That's pretty much how late talkers communicate. If I want to feel the way I feel when I eat chocolate, I'm going to seek chocolate, right? They equip themselves to feel better naturally, right? And this is why, as a language facilitator, you need to emulate that. You need to reflect that. Because if your child is resourcefully looking for solutions to solve their problems on an everyday basis, and they see you doing the same. I don't know how to interact with my child. I need to watch the reach and teach video on Marcy so that I can start to implement some strategies. Oh, maybe I can get in their energy with no pressure. Maybe I, I want my child to listen to me more. Maybe I need to take the swap, the prompting challenge. I want my kids to eat on their own. Maybe I need to look at that video about strategies to get kids to eat on their own. Pick your problem, pick your thing that you have, because remember, you see a little progress in one area. It will fuel you to become the firefighter. You're like, what else can I solve? That's what happened to Vivika When she got her five-year-old, she's like, when I heard her say it in the video, it happened just like you said. Marcy, I couldn't believe it. When you told me, if I do these things, I'm gonna solve this problem. She's been struggling with this eating and bottle thing years. For years, he's five, right? She's working so hard for two months. Not only is her kid engaging, sitting with her, asking her to color, saying sentences, right? Talking in sentences. Is it perfect? Of course not. He's been talking for two months. And two months ago, he did nothing. But this mom was at the bottom of a hole right? And so I know you can do it. Hey, Mary Manga, nice to see you, everybody who's joining me today. Thanks so much for interacting on these videos. I love it. Again, I want to show you these since people are just joining. Let me show you one more time the five tips for when you feel overwhelmed, just in case you just joined me on the live or if you're still watching on the replay, thank you, because I know these waffling on videos, you just kind of need to hear somebody tell you sometimes that it's going to be okay. It is, but it's not going to be progress unless you do something now storms end that's the good thing about storms fires they eventually go out they don't burn forever and ever and ever if you do what you got to do they go out the storm eventually passes but then you got leftovers after these events you got burned up stuff or you got tornadoes you know things are broken all those things happen after these and we want to have less cleanup jobs in the world right? The way you have less cleanup jobs in the world after these fires is by avoiding them in the first place. And the way you do that is with mindset work, okay? Mindset work meaning you take responsibility for how you're feeling. Find a way to feel better. Do something. Once you feel better, do a little something that's going to get you a really good outcome. And then it fuels you, it fuels your energy. That's how you build little things because I'll tell you what, when you're in a 20 foot hole, you look up to the top and it seems like I'll never get there. But if you keep working and keep working and keep working and keep working, pretty soon you can almost reach the top and then you work even harder to get there. And you will and you can. Vivika did it. Parents all over the world are doing it and you can too. You can. You can use these resources. So here they are, the tools one more time. Remember, you are enough and also not alone. If nobody else is there in your world, I'm here every Thursday. You can count on me. Marcy from WavesOfCommunication.com is in your corner, mamas and daddies. Um, Do something selfish for yourself and make it a habit. Find your thing that's yours. If it's time, if it's energy, if it's your coffee, if it's your chocolate cake, whatever it is, it's yours. Don't share it. It's yours. Self-check the lessons learned to prepare for the next storm. You can't fight fires without your equipment, and you can equip yourself. And just like kids learn from those if-then algorithms, parents learn too. And number five, shift your resources and ask for help. And here, I'm going to show you my resources one more time: my book, my website. You can find it all at wavesofcommunication.com. Okay. Screenshot this, you can see it all. Thank you everybody for joining me again today. Um, What an important video. There's going to be more, I promise you. And if you are struggling with mindset, um, this is a good place to just pop in every Thursday. If you watch me live, you can ask me questions on the videos like other moms here are doing, um, moms and dads. I don't want to say moms and dads and grandmas and caregivers. And it doesn't matter how old your child, it doesn't matter what your relationship is. Maybe you are a nanny. You know, Maybe you're the nanny who uh, one of the moms in my who's watching a video said, watch these videos because you spend time with my child and I want you to learn how to communicate. Everybody can do language facilitation with kids. I do it with other people's kids all the time at the aquarium, you know. and I get my little interaction with people as I volunteer over there because I don't work with kids anymore. I only work with parents. And again, that 90 minute class on my website, wavesofcommunication.com will tell you exactly what you need to do. Once you get past this mindset, right? Once you do something for yourself and you take on the responsibility, then, I'm here to help you get the outcomes that you're looking for. Just like Vavika has done just to get started. She's just getting started. She's been added a couple months. She's in a lifetime program. And she comes back every week to tell me what new things her child is doing every single week. Isn't that what you want? Isn't that what you want? You wanna be able to tell people, my child's doing great because I am doing X, Y, Z. I know these efforts are working. That's what gives you energy to keep doing them. And what's keeping you stuck at the bottom of the hole is, you know, you're just digging holes to make yourself go deeper. And if it's getting you deeper, it's time to stop, move on to something that works for you. And I promise language facilitation works for everybody because it's 100% customizable, 100%. Not everybody does it the same way, but it works the same way. Because we equip and empower kids, the way I'm equipping and empowering you right now. You equip and empower them to try to use the spoken language because the secret about all late talking kids, 100% of late talking kids, is they wanna talk better than they can. They all want to, but nobody is teaching them in the way that they want. And that's why they talk so fast when parents use language facilitation because when you teach a kid something they want to learn in a way that is easy, happy, safe and feels fun to them, they're 100% in. And when they are in, you can be in and it snowballs in a positive way to get these outcomes that you're looking for. That's how it works. I promise. I'm not fibbing. It It's happened for hundreds of families all over the world and it can happen to you too. And if you've seen progress, I love to know about it. You can put that as comments here. If you're struggling, I wanna know about that too. Put it in the comments here because I can direct you to a video that will help you. And if there isn't one, I'll maybe make one next week. So you'll see me doing these segments on the channel now. I'm going to do mindset segments. I'm going to do hardcore strategies where we're actually facilitating the talking. I'll do those too. I'm interviewing other people that help you do other things, solve other problems because late talkers, parents of late talkers have other problems too, like sleeping and eating and other things going on. So you'll see me interview other professionals who work with families and communication behavior. And you'll see me interview parents. and see them getting their progress and doing, you know, making the most of their language facilitation time so we can see how it works with other families. And if you're interested in joining me either on my podcast as a guest to talk about your experience, you don't have to be one of my clients to do that. You can reach out and let me know. And you can also, again, join me every week. Just show up at this video, watch it live, watch it on the replay, because you're just going to get that one little reminder. It's my goal to give at least something in every single video that you can take and use this week to help you see a better outcome in your language facilitation journey. So I hope that you do it. It's up to you to take action. Don't feel like you're in the bottom of the hole. Consider this your ladder. I'm throwing it down for you to help yourself get out, but you got to make the climb. You got to do the reaction, okay? All right, sending you all the love in the world. I know you got this. I know you can do a great job. Thanks again for everything and I'll see you all next week on my next live video right here on YouTube. Bye for now. Check out the resources at wavesofcommunication.com.
0: Thanks everybody for tuning in today. I hope this content has inspired you to create your own positive language facilitation action plan for this week. If you enjoyed this broadcast, you're in luck. There are tons of resources across our waves of communication platform, all designed to help you teach your child to talk. There are more than 350 free videos on our YouTube channel, a daily blog on Facebook with opportunities for live Q&A, my book, If It Isn't Fun, It Isn't Fun, available on Amazon, and my coaching programs, including a free 90-minute introductory class. Learn about everything we do for language facilitators on our website, wavesofcommunication.com. If you benefited today, please consider subscribing to the channel and sharing the resource with others. This little exchange is free for you and really helps us grow the platform to reach more parents and caregivers around the world. I'll be back next week with more information and strategies to help you continue on your language facilitation journey. This is Marcy Melzer, intuitive speech and language pathologist, saying bye for now.